Greetings and welcome to Marley Ramon's Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast, where we'll discuss the art and stylings of Ryan Marlett. The artwork is all over the place, so be advised it could be fun, but it could be dark. It might be a painting, drawing, sculpture, Halloween prop, action figure or song. Each episode will feature a piece or pieces and the insight behind them. Hopefully you'll like some stuff, other things you may not. No worries. Chances are also that you'll likely be offended at some point but hopefully we'll also share some laughs along the way. Art has always been a part of Ryan's life and this is a way to document his work and share it with you. If you get butthurt easily, consider this your warning. Besides, your mom likes his artwork. Listener discretion is advised. Hi there, listeners and friends of Marley Ramone's Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast. Thanks for coming back for another episode. This week's episode is brought to you by Lovely Lady Lumps. What you gonna do with all that junk, all that junk inside that trunk? Lovely Lady Lumps. So this week's episode, we are going to feature the Facebook Live audio that was originally broadcast live on the Facebook on 17 May of 23. For our listeners and friends who may not have access to the Facebook and just want to be able to hear what we talked about, there was quite a bit of stuff that went on. We ended up talking about several pieces, and it was uh, it was interesting. It wasn't quite the train wreck the first one was, but I think we had a good time, and the listenership and viewership increased. It was great to see a lot of familiar family and friends on there, and it was always a, a pleasure to be able to take your questions and the curveballs that you throw at me. So. We talked about three pieces in particular that was the focus of the show, and they were upcycled Barbie makeover busts that uh, one could use to style hair, do makeup and nails. Lots of fun for all ages. And they've been turned into some ghoulish creatures, if you will. And then also, we ended up talking about a couple of other pieces simply just by happenstance, if you will. And we talked a little bit about mental health, talked a little bit about just some random things that were on the horizon, and uh, it was fun. Good times. So I'm going to play you that original audio, and then I'll come back here in a few minutes and we'll catch up. It's a lengthy episode, so hold on to your bootstraps. How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? Unique New York. Are we live? Are we on? Check the woofers. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, if I wasn't casually late, um, I wouldn't be casually late. So throw me a freaking bone here. Hey, surprise. Shocker. Uh, thought I had it figured out on the laptop. Didn't have it figured out on the laptop. So here we are back on the cellular device. Hopefully it doesn't fall this time. Christ, I broke last time. I couldn't get this thing to work. It kept falling over. What have you. So uh, I'm going to put this down and let's talk a little bit. So 
Hello. Uh, as far as I know, bring them on the video. Bring who on, Bethany? Chad is watching. The Chad. All right, welcome. Hello, everyone. Thank you for being here. I'm going to uh, adjust things a little bit. I want to know if everyone can see and hear me. It looks like that's the case. I hope that is the dealio, as the kids say. If you look behind me, uh, you will see the subjects of our conversation tonight. And Chad has a smiley face. Hey, Burmeister, Sheena Bean, good to see everybody out here. I love the support. I can't thank you enough. Um, so if you notice this tall drink of water over here, uh, he was the feature. I say he, but uh, there's not really any certain parts to him. Um, the feature of the second episode after the pilot. And uh, I just thought I'd show him to you in action, just kind of have him as little background action there because he lights up and um, I like that. So why don't we talk about uh, these uh, ladies of the night or rather have you uh, creatures of the night? Uh, same, same. Um, but where do we start? Let's start with this young lady right here. So each one of these was acquired at a thrift shop and they are uh, Barbie makeover face, hair, nails, and uh, the fun stuff. So this was one that I had done actually back on four Decembers when I finished her. And you'll notice that she is Bride of Frankenstein influenced. I use the bride in a lot of the work that I do. And I just, there was something about Elsa Lanchester during the, that film that... Um, in case you didn't know, in the very beginning, she plays Mary Shelley. But there was just something about her, all the imagery that we've seen over the years, the black and white photography, her her image used in several different works and influences. I've just always been drawn to that. So I wanted to do something like this. This is a piece that I've done a handful of times with this different type of the makeover uh, busts. I get these at thrift shops. They're a dime a dozen. I think I paid maybe three bucks for this young lady. And I knew right away what I was going to do with her. I don't always. In fact, I've got some in the closet that are just waiting to go. Dangerous Dave Kusky and Austin Williams is back. Uh, we've got, like I said, two in the closet, in the hopper, ready to go. I got one of each of the girls from the Frozen. So I'm going to have some fun with them, see what we can come up with. But uh, you're probably wondering, how did you get her hair to stay like that? Well, funny you should ask. What I did was, first, I wet it. I didn't brush it, I just wet it. And then I hung it upside down, kind of hanging over an edge of a table like this, and just let it hang in position. And then I utilized some glue, Mod Podge, spray starch, and then just let it harden for a couple of days. Also, uh, something about Mary Hair product, Bethany asks. How dare you? I don't even know what that means. How many bodies are in the closet? All of them, Jared. Uh, wet it with water? Yes. Okay. Thank you for distracting me, all of you. Uh, and then when it was hardened, 
giggity, um, I was able to finish the rest of the piece. The entire piece and all of the pieces are done with acrylic paints. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> and uh, Sharpies, paint pens. This was a bad idea. Why did I keep coming back for more? I thought for sure the last time would have done me in. Uh, and then once everything was done, I coated the entire piece with polyurethane. And what I did was uh, the entire piece to add that layer of protection and shine, but also to harden the hair. And you could literally bounce a quarter off of this mamma jamma. So she is on display proudly. Uh, nails did and uh, beautiful to go. So I, I thought that I would just do her right by giving her a beauty makeup. Her hair, I actually spray painted that. So I guess you could include that as part of the, the issue. I'm trying to stay on track, Bethany. God damn. So um, yes, red hair. A lot of people don't know that in the original film, Bride of Frankenstein, Elsa Lanchester actually had red hair, a very dark auburn red hair. And so a lot of times it's depicted as black with the white streaks, but indeed it is red. All right, so that's her, uh, untitled, but it's kind of self-explanatory. Now this young lady right here, I did on 25 January and the same style, but what I did was not a beauty makeup as you can see, but it was absolutely makeup influenced. And so I've taken to getting a lot of ideas off of Pinterest. I know I'm late to the party on that one too because it's been around for ever and ever, but I actually did these last two pieces inspired by makeup. So they were makeup uh, from women that just had their faces done in various styles like this, but I really loved the colors. They, they had a lot of bright yellows and greens and blues, and I wanted to incorporate that in here somehow. So I wanted to make it in a way that represented a realistic approach. So I didn't paint the entire piece and just had elements on the face, neck, hands, and shoulders. And uh, thanks, Jazz. I put her hair up in a very distinguished uh, way. Well, I like to call it the high pony. I learned about that. Um, and what I used was a zip tie. So I had no uh, knees and toes. I had no rubber bands or hair ties, so I used a hair tie and it works. I put a little purple streak in here. It had one in there originally, and I just used a little bit of acrylic paint to, to add it up a little bit. Um, so yeah, that's her. Thank you. I left the original sparkly uh, bust and top, the, the top here in place, but I did add some purple elements on the straps and then finish the back with purple. So that's her. The colors remind me of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, yeah, I suppose so. No Jose Canseco and Madonna scandal here right now, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, lastly, we've got this young lady here and very similar to her, uh, her twin, but I thought I would do something a little bit different and I actually put a zip tie in her hair too, but it's down lower. She I finished on one April of this year. And again, with the same type of scheme, is it black light responsive? No, it is not. I don't think they're, they're not, uh, 
They are not fluorescent colors, although they, they are quite bright. I think if I were to blast them with like a, maybe a clear coat of uh, some glow-in-the-dark paint, that might do the trick. That's a great idea. But again, I was inspired by some more makeup techniques. But on this one, I did something a little bit different and used more of a pop culture influence. And you'll notice, if you can see up close, I've got the Bende dots on here and uh, some dark line work. And then the classic tear because he's such a monster. Wow. Um, I painted her top pink. I wanted to use several elements and layers of pink and white and uh, some blues for highlights in there. So she also has a purple streak in her hair, but I just left it. Now for these two, the last two, I didn't use polyurethane all throughout the hair, but I absolutely did so along the hairline just to kind of keep those flyaways. Uh, I learned that too and keep those in check. Uh, yeah, so that's those are those three. And that went pretty quick. So what do you got for me? Bon Jonesy, welcome to the show. Um, I, I spent a good amount of time on each of those just because of the amount of time I had to wait between coats. Not that it was uh, too fast uh, or any less fast than other projects using acrylic paints, but because of the surface area and because of the concern of not running my hand through the wet paint and trying to smear it, or trying not to smear it rather, you will notice that on the line work, you will see a lot of small detail. And with that, I used paint pens, paint markers, and they don't dry quite as quickly. So I've never quite learned to hold my pencil when I was in school. And so I kind of hold it like a lefty. And uh, sometimes I'll drag my, my wrist right through it. But um, yeah. So Jennifer asked if we could get a sneak peek of what you are working on now or a hint. So last week I showed you a sculpture that I had in progress and I've done significantly more work on that. It's very, very busy. And even though I can't give you that sneak peek ahead of time last week, I feel like if I were to reveal any more of that now, it would be too much. And so I'm gonna leave you in suspense and we'll make an episode out of it soon. But I feel like I'm, I'm pretty close to done. I wanna say I'm at about an 80% solution. And I can hear you shivering with anticipation. Um, that was for my sister. Dan Slocum, holy moly, welcome to the show. Uh, so I will wait until the, the piece is fully finished. I added some silk flower elements as I did uh, last time with several of my mannequin pieces, but um, I feel like I wanna add more. And so I've run out of flowers and I need to get more. I just got that. That's what she said. So we get recycled jokes. Your cue cards are off. My cue cards are off. That's okay. But um, what questions do you have for me? 
What do you have about the girls? What do you have about maybe some other stuff and things that are happening? Besides the bride, do other two dolls have names? Uh, they, they don't. I haven't really thought that far ahead. Um, I don't know. I guess the jury's still out. So I don't like to refer to them as dolls either, although technically I suppose they probably are. Um, as long as you don't call my action figures, dolls will be okay. Jess is join the party. Excellent. I love seeing all these names and people. And uh, even though I can't see your faces, and um, it's huge for me, and I love it. Pinky and her brains. That's money. I love it. Jared nailed it with that one. Uh, Pinky and her brains. I'm going for it. Uh, yeah, that'll work. That'll do. So we have it. Welcome to the show, Cooch. And uh, it's good to have everybody here. You called them Barbie dolls, so horrors? Oh, you bet. You betcha. Um, hi, Jess. Good to see you. And uh, yeah, that'll work. So I don't want to put Jess on the spot, but she actually had asked if um, this guy could be in the background so that we could uh, get a little bit of a sneak peek of a, of a different perspective. So that was uh, him to get, give you an idea for that size. I tell you what, going back to Jennifer's question, can I get a sneak peek of a piece? How about that in the corner there? You can see it hanging up. I'm not going to give you too much of an informational uh, view of it. You're going to have to just kind of see it from a distance. But that is a piece that was part of the mannequin series about seasons that I have done. And that one is named Winter. And that one actually has a name. So from here, you can see that it's, it is a pregnant bust. And I actually use a lot of the similar techniques that I used on this guy with the faux metal finish. I used a lot of um, peel and stick foam sheets with the various um, peel and stick half pearls that I use as rivets. Have you come up with your listener iPod or call signs yet? I have not. So the question came up last live last week. What are your listeners referred to as? What, what should they be called? And I kind of flip, flipped it over back over to you. Um, that's up to you. What would you like to be called? I'm open. I'm all ears. I'm open to your suggestions. I would love to hear it. Got some good, uh, good ones in the mix, but I'd love to hear a variety of different ideas. So in the moment here, before I get too far ahead of myself, before I get to a place where I forget to say it, um, I don't usually want to make this any sort of a political environment. I, I think there's enough div divisive behavior in our country right now. Um, and so I want to use this platform for good. I just want to talk about art and dumb stuff and the things that I enjoy. However, I would be remiss if I did not acknowledge if I did not acknowledge Martha Stewart on the cover of a Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? 81. Very nice. Very nice. Great success. That's right. I am going to buy at least three or four issues, so I've got one in every room just in case. I want to be able to have it handy. Um, absolute smoke show. 
81, I'm, I'm going to raise my bar now or lower it. I'm not sure which, um, for the ladies in my life. The ladies that I wish to pursue at 81, or you can in every bathroom. Oh, thank you. I don't know what I would do with it in the bathroom. Take a bath, but love it. So uh, she looks incredible in all seriousness. Good for her. She looks great. Go make me a sandwich and uh, yeah, let's have it. So back to the show. Um, what's on your mind? I think I see Martha Stewart behind you. Oh, wouldn't that be great? All right. What do you got for me? Over to you. While we're waiting, uh, I do have a couple episodes in the hopper. Definitely have uh, a few recorded at the ready. And um, I'm a little ahead of myself. I think the latest issue that issue. The latest episode that was released was with Dangerous Dave Kusky. If you haven't checked it out yet, please do. It was pretty pretty epic. Uh, a lot of fun connecting uh, with him. We go way back. And I look forward to uh, having more guests on the show. So stand by for that. And now we get to the awkward silence again. So that's fun. Good stuff. Way back. Dangerous Dave says, I'm trying to get Sheena through Evil Dead Rise. So I watched Evil Dead Rise. We can talk about it. Uh, it's the latest installment in the Evil Dead franchise. And I'm not really crazy about it, to be honest with you. I wasn't, I wasn't nuts about it. Love Bruce Campbell. Love Sam Raimi. And um, just wasn't feeling it. There's a couple of good Easter eggs and cameos in there. But, but that's about that. Uh, where are you storing all your pieces right now? My apartment is filled. There's stuff everywhere. That most of it doesn't hang. A lot of it is just kind of laying on the on the floor up against the wall. I've hung some pieces that are, are fairly large, but for the most part, I I'm just I'm kind of propping them all up against the wall. Do you incorporate Easter eggs in your pieces? I incorporate several Easter eggs in several pieces, and. Uh, you might have one or two in store for you in an upcoming episode. So who does your hair for the shows? Oh my goodness. Uh, well, I wasn't going to mention it because he gets awful shy, but the Star Spangler is a phenomenal barber at the same time. Um, he, he does it all. He's a producer. He does a lot of behind the scenes work. He does the stuff with, with the mask. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get him in front of the camera a little bit more. He's a little bit shy. Uh, X does his hair. Uh, and X is going to give it to you. So, um, yeah, you, you'll probably see more of the Start Spangler. As time goes on, he's, a, he's an interesting fellow. Let me put it that way. I can tell you that much. Nick Webb, once again, late to the show. But whatever. Nobody's counting. It's only 7.24. I was fashionably late. It's all good. Ultimate Horror Shrine, you'd like to redux. Um, explain redux. Whenever I need a good pick-me-up, I get in the elevator. Yeah, that is a good pick-me-up. And, and I tell you what, dude, it's the thing about the elevator business. It, it has its ups and downs. And um, what can I do? So what Ultimate Horror Shrine would I like to redo? Um, I don't think I'd, I'd like to redo any. I think some you just leave alone. 
I feel like um, in recent years, I do like the the female uh, reboot of Hellraiser. I thought that was well done. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw on Netflix about a year ago, uh, I expected it to be a lot worse. I didn't hate it. Uh, there was definitely some cringe moments, but didn't hate it. Uh, Bret Hart issued a challenge for the podcast belt. First off, Bret Hart is the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. I'm not going to accept that challenge because it would break my heart to break his. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I've got a lot of a lot of respect for that gentleman and his entire family. Stu Hart in the dungeon, forget it. Not even going to mess with him. So, um, as you know, I draw a lot of my inspiration from various uh, pieces of horror and literature and music. And these are obviously influenced by that, but also the influence that the, the horror genre has had in the makeup industry. Jake the Snake has entered the chat. Oh my goodness. Predator versus Evil Dead. That'd be interesting. I can dig that. I think for a future show, you need to bring out the role model of the Princess Castle, the remodel. That's not a bad idea. That's currently uh, well tucked away in storage at the moment. Kimbo has entered the chat. Did you see that Mick Foley was at the Eastman house recently? I did not. I see you've added more tattoos. Did you design any of them? Uh, sort of. Um, this guy right here, it's a little difficult to see because it's kind of dark, but that is a, there we go. It is a hoverboard and it says out of time and it's essentially on my wrist where a watch would be. Uh, otherwise, I've got the Misfits Crimson Ghost here. I've got a pinup, an old vintage Halloween ghost, and then I've got walk hard on my knuckles. And uh, I did a flash Friday the 13th piece. There was a shop down here, not too far from where I live. They were doing a Friday the 13th uh, flash, get what you get. And I put in my quarters and it was all Friday the 13th themed flash work. And this is what came out. I was hoping for a little hockey mask or something, but I got a, a straight razor. So I I'll, I'll take it. It's no big deal. It was fun. Emil Rosario, welcome. Castle Grayskull, absolutely. If you had to do a face tattoo, um, well, it would have to be about my faith. Oh, wait, no, never mind. That was Mike Tyson's tattoo. Um, I wouldn't. I would not do one. We'll say that. Although underneath this beard, I'll have you know, is another fist. No, that was not true either. That was purely Chuck Norris. Which, by the way, we all know that Alexander Graham Bell invented the phone. But did you know that when he first picked it up, that he had two missed calls from Chuck Norris? That's science. Yep. Take that to school tomorrow, kids. So, um... Yeah, that's what we got. That's what, that's what we have. This is where we're at. This is what uh, what we've been reduced to. And hey, you're watching it, so whose fault is it? Um, 
Yeah. Okay. Any last requests or oh by the ways? Martha Stewart piece is coming soon. Um probably not. Maybe though. Strangers have happened. Co-host wish list. Um It's not hard for me to say that I would love my friends to join me. So uh, you're my friends. You want to be on the show? Give me a shout. Let's make it happen. Uh, it's super easy. Uh, I'm living proof that any asshole can have a podcast. So um, the fact that I've been able to figure out how to connect with people over the interwebs utilizing a microphone and recording devices, we're making it happen. So if you want to be on the show, I'll send you a piece of artwork. You take a look at it, see what you think, if you like it. Even if you don't, we'll talk about how it makes you feel, what your thoughts were, and we'll go from there. Any piece you're working on geared toward Mental Health Month? Um, I'm not working on a piece that deals with Mental Health Month, and thank you for bringing it back down to a serious level for, for a minute, Beth. Um, um, no, I'm not currently working on a piece, but I did do a piece one time that was not that long ago. And it was probably during my darkest point. And it was uh, a piece and you've actually seen it. I've had it in the background in some of my, my, um, promos and other clips that I've done here, but it was with the Joker, with Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. And I get the point of that film is not to glamorize the, the mental health struggles that he had, but I want to tell you that uh, that film resonates with a lot of people, myself specifically. And I'll tell you that the way we treat mental health is captured extremely well in that film. Society created who he became. It wasn't exclusively their fault. He was already struggling. He had issues. He was seeking counseling. He was on medicine. The counseling fell through. It was canceled. They pulled the funding. He specifically says in the film, how am I going to get my medicine? And he runs out. And a series of events happen. And you see people at their absolute worst. And it's terrible. And so, of course, he became what he became. You can only push people so far. Um, that's not an excuse for his behavior or the crimes that he committed or the murders that he did. That's not what I'm trying to get at. But you got to understand that when people are at their lowest point, they have to have something else. They have to have something more. And... I'm going to stop talking about that and start talking more about the piece. And I will talk about it in a future episode, but it's big. It's, um, I don't have the dimensions. It's, I'm on my phone. Let's just walk. All right. I'm doing my best to, there we go. Oh, look who it is. Star Spangler. Anyways, um, that's the piece and it's, it's a mixed media collage. And like I said, it's big. Um, I printed 
a few different depictions of the Joker and cut them, layer them, put them on this piece over and over and over again, and then painted over the entire thing in layer after layer after layer after layer. And I did a lot of work around it, a lot of motion, a lot of line work, dots, various colors and techniques. Um, very much an abstract expressionist type approach. And I really feel like uh, that face kind of captures it all. And um, if you look right into the eyes, you peer into the eyes, it says something. And um, yeah, so we'll just leave it at that. But um, we'll talk about that in time. So thanks for getting us back on track, Beth. And uh, we had to get serious there for a second. So let's do something. Let's figure it out. Thanks, Beth. That's I really enjoyed working on it. Did you do the mermaid skeletons? I did. And can I have them? You cannot. But I'll make you some. Um, <laughs> so what I did with those was actually... Um, I got those cutouts. They're just cheap Dollar Tree mermaid unfinished wood cutouts. Painted in black and just painted skeletal mermaid side right on top. And then I combined them. I, I put uh, wood glue together and then I polyed them. I use poly on everything. Um, but yeah, I'll make you some, Kimbo. Uh, do you think you could create a horror, a cult horror icon? I don't know. I think many people have tried and failed and there's so much originality out there that I, I'd be curious as to what I could come up with. I think when I say try and fail, like I think of Leslie Vernon and it's not a bad film. I think it's actually kind of clever and original, but it, it never really picked up certain people. Um, can appreciate it, but I, I don't know. It didn't really, it didn't really catch on. Open to suggestions. Um, I got a lot of things in the hopper, a lot of ideas that are working in progress. I've got some artwork on my plate to do for the dog and pony show. I'm excited about that. And um, I don't know, maybe we'll see. Love Leslie Vernon. I knew you would, Dangerous Dave. Like an original mask. That'd be cool. Um, maybe, maybe. This is nuts. I had three ladies behind me ready to, to talk turkey, and we ended up talking about a couple other pieces in, in general, too, so that's pretty cool. What? Dog and Pony Show? What's that? Well, you can catch dog, the Dog and Pony Show on SoundCloud. I can't remember the whole website, Dangerous Dave, but I bet you if you posted it here, people would see it. Um, <laughs> and if you catch the latest episode, they would see it on there as well. So, there you have it. What else can I answer tonight? I want to be respectful of your time because you took time to be with me tonight. I want to make sure that uh, I don't take too much away from you, but I will talk until I'm out of breath. SoundCloud.com slash Radio. What flavors of tea are you currently mixing? I am currently not. I have uh, black vanilla chai. 
in my cupboard as well as a pumpkin spice up there, always at the ready, just in case. But in the meantime, I've been rocking a lot of hazelnut coffee and various uh, darker blends. Favorite trauma movie? I'm gonna always default to Toxic Avenger, um, just cause, just gotta. Awesome soundtrack, great effects, classy picture, love it. Can I cuss here? I don't care. Do what you want. You're the Chad. Pumpkin spice for life. Hey, I'm a basic bitch, and I'm going to tell you right now, that's how I roll. Pumpkin spice for life. Romeo and Juliet is another good one, for sure. There you go. <laughs> Thumbs up from the cooch. Favorite movie soundtrack. Walk Hard is an amazing soundtrack. Uh, how do I walk, boys? That is really good. Uh, believe it or not, the Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson uh, Starsky and Hutch has an amazing soundtrack. I'll tell you what, though, among most, the um, That Thing You Do with Tom Hanks has an amazing soundtrack. Have you finally started listening to more podcasts since you are indeed a podcaster now? I can't really listen to them while I'm making them because then... I, I, I haven't. I really haven't. Um, I'll tell you some of the podcasts that I do like, though. Probably, I didn't really start listening to podcasts until probably a year or two ago. Uh, the Ron Burgundy podcast is, again, pure class. That thing is money. Uh, so funny. Classic Will Ferrell. Classic Ron Burgundy. Uh, but I really like Aaron Menke's uh, lore. Is really solid. He's a tremendous storyteller. And it's very much of the spooky vibe. And uh, Duncan Trussell has a good show. I want to say it's called the... Uh, it's killing me. Um, Duncan Trussell Family. God, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm on the spot. This live thing is for the birds. It's awesome, one of my faves. Laura's good, it's it's really solid. And he's got a couple other ones, Cabinet of Curiosities or Curiosity something something, uh, but it's good. I only listen to Conan O'Brien, Needs a Friend, and now you. Ha, huh. well I feel honored to be in such good company. I have listened to Conan's show, actually he did an episode that had uh, Rivers Cuomo on there from Weezer, and that was pretty awesome. I actually learned quite a bit having watched that, that or listened to that program, and that was pretty cool. Weezer is absolutely my favorite band of all time. And that's a great episode. It actually talked about the upcoming, then it was the upcoming season's records. And I think that with the musical influence that they have been, um, it has been uh, that series of four Weezer records that have been out over the course of this past year that have really helped to be a staple in my music library lately, among other things, but those four in particular. What music am I listening to, did you say? Nobody said that. You can probably all see the comments, too. Uh, <laughs> I got turned on to White Reaper. They're pretty cool. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Cass Elliot, Engelbert Humperdinck. I think Weezer is coming to CMAC. They are, actually, in uh, July. Weezer. What am I drinking? This is a Wegmans... Orange pineapple seltzer, sparkling water. 
Very delish. And then I've got another one at the ready. I need to. Uh, passion fruit. Wegmans is the dog's balls, as they say. Top notch. Uh, Mr. Fang and the Dark Tones. We talked about them last week. In fact, uh, the boys just sent me their new record and the t-shirt. Rocking it for them. And it's awesome, too. A little Millie B. Because uh, the best MC is, is M to the B. Static Water, there you go. Weezer, LOL, old band, I love it. <laughs> Weezer likes wheat thins. Um, say what, what way? <laughs> and then Elvis, of course. Your t-shirt is on backwards, you're on backwards. Uh, M-Train, yeah, I like, I like M-Train. Just gotta give me that title, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think the phone casts a backwards image. So I think you, from now on, you got to watch it in the mirror or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know mirrors. Um, okay. Taylor. No, no, definitely not Taylor. Uh, Taylor Dane, perhaps. Um, wasn't Taylor one of the kids from Hanson? I just turned my phone around. Closest Swifty for life. Closet. Words are hard. Closet Swifty. No, not at all. In fact, no, I won't say anything mean. I don't want to use this platform for meanness. I want to use it for greatness. Like, did I mention that uh, Martha Stewart is on the cover of this month's Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition? We all know you listen to Taylor Swift. Okay, great. You know what, Napoleon? You can leave. Um, Martha Stewart swimsuit issue of Sports Illustrated. All right. <laughs> so another uh, epic. He's all about that base. You're not kidding. Um, who wouldn't be? So. I want to thank everybody for coming out tonight. Uh, it is 7.43. I don't know how long we've been doing this since I was fashionably late. Like I said, I thought I had it figured out again on my on my laptop and right back to the phone. Snoop-a-loop! Um, Jazz, I think I'm going to need you to come help set me up here because I'm hurting for certain, dude. But we'll figure it out. I don't know when we'll do this again. Maybe it should be a weekly thing. I don't know. Maybe that's just too much of me. Maybe um, I run out of things to say. Maybe you'll get tired of hearing me flapping my gums. But the cool part is, cool to me, I'm going to take the audio from this and turn it into an episode. That is, unless people stop listening after the last one that I did from last week. Jasmine says, you got it. Thanks, kiddo. Can't wait. We'll get it squared away. This will be a, a legit production eventually. Or the closest thing to it while I'm still here. All right. Any parting thoughts before we sign off? Thank you again. You guys rock. I appreciate seeing all the names on here. It's good to see some folks. We'll be here. Jared, you're awesome. Nick Webb, yes, weekly or at least bi-weekly. Bi-weekly? Does that mean like twice a week or every two weeks? I'm still working on being bi. Um, May babies rule. Indeed. Nice job. Thanks, Jess. Um, great to see everybody, at least your names. So 
Spay and neuter your kids. That's right. Bob Barker reminded us that. Kevin says, hi. Tell Kevin I said hi. Biweekly curious. Dave Kusky, you are a danger to radio. Ryan Kane is watching. Hey, thanks for signing on just as we're leaving. Um, Nick, every other week. Great. I'll think about it. But I'm going to put this out there again. Last time you asked what you should be called. Well, not every kid can pick their name. Well, eventually I guess they can. But why don't you pick what you want to be called? I miss your face. I miss your face, Ryan. You're the best Ryan I know of many and several and one other. But Jasmine says weekly. Man, that's a, you're asking a lot. I'm going to do what I can. I'll do my best because it's the best I can do. Um, all right, so think about what you were asking last week and what you want to be called. What do the listeners of Marley Ramon's Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast want to be called? Michael Knight, ever since I was five. Talk hard. Oh, oh, talk hard. Mm. And there you have it. That was the audio taken from the original Facebook Live broadcast that occurred on 17 May of 2023. We had a good time. It was a lot of fun, and I hope that you come back for more. Even though some of you are only able to listen and support in various ways, I want to be able to express my gratitude because you tuning in, whether it be through your ears, through your eyes, or both, uh, it's a lot to me to have you in my corner. So thank you very much. As always, uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Lovely Lady Lumps, for this week's episode, because who doesn't love that? And lastly, I want to remind everyone to not only walk hard, but talk hard. Okay, folks, thank you for joining again this week. Art is a powerful thing, and I appreciate your willingness to hear my stories. And if you keep listening, I'll keep talking. I urge you to do what makes you happy. And never accept anyone that treats you less than. Have the courage to be you and try things on. Besides, every day is Halloween. Special thanks to our friends at Pecan Pie and Subsonic Voodoo for providing these epic musical selections. To see these works as discussed, follow on Facebook at Marley Ramone's Mad Mad House of the Dead podcast page or on Instagram at MRMMHOD. You can find this podcast on most major streaming platforms. And most importantly, If there's one thing that you take away from this stupid little podcast, it's to remember that you are not alone ever. Dial 988 for the National Suicide and Crisis Lifeline or Veterans Crisis Line, also 988, then press 1 or text to 838-255. Until next time, be creative and go tell someone you love them.